Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal is 6.05 in Edmonton. Brendan asked of the way on Oilers Now. Bob is heading off to MC a function for a New West travel trip to Montreal. They'll enjoy that game next Saturday. This upcoming Saturday, it's the Oilers and Ottawa. Senators at Rogers Place. It's an 8 p.m. puck drop on 6.30, Chad, and for some reason, it's the next Oilers game. I, I, I don't really know what's going on with the schedule, but they keep having long spells of no action. So we'll find out from Rob Brown exactly how you negotiate that kind of thing in a moment. The show is brought to you, as always, by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. You can follow us on X at Oilers. Now, Bob is at Bob underscore Stoffer and myself at Brendan Escott. So let's do it. We have our inside the game analyst, Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network on the line. He joins us each week for Montorio Homes, developing customized homes perfectly built to your style, or rather lifestyle, that is. Visit Montorio.ca. Rob, we were absolutely treated to the McDavid show once again last night. That was spectacular to be in the house for, wasn't it? It was, and it was one of those ones that you could tell early on that it was going to be something special. And uh, Reed and I talked about it after the game. The last time these two teams played, McDavid was held pointless. And most players in the NHL wouldn't be able to remember, uh, you know, what they had on the score sheet months before. But the great ones seem to know when they've had great nights and when they had nights that they'd like to redo. Uh, to me, I, I'm guessing Connor McDavid said, all right, you guys had me last game. You're not going to get me tonight. And Connor McDavid had five points. Easily could have had ten points. Uh, there, there was just nothing that the Flyers could do. It was just a matter of what uh, Connor and his line mates were able to execute, and it was just it was pretty. The, the goals he was scoring were uh, highlight real goals, uh, fun to watch. 
And it was a, a good night for the Edmonton Oilers against a pretty good Philadelphia Flyer team. Now, when you watch him playing at this level and you think back to where he was in the aftermath of the Heritage Classic, for example, you have to know that something wasn't quite right a few weeks ago because you look at the fact that he's got a five-point night. He did it in 16 minutes and 35 seconds of ice time. Not that you'd ever know that because he's so noticeable and commanded the puck so often when he was out on the ice, Rob. But uh, this is something I wanted to ask you because it was just brought up by Elliot to Bob. Do you think it's completely out of the realm of possibility that he might hit 1,000 points before this season is over, considering that he's got 97 left to go and I suppose 46 games in which to do it well i said it last night on our postgame show i asked reed that i said reed he's got he's 97 kind of funny it's his number uh until a thousand points uh, is it out of the realm of possibility and the one thing that we've learned over the years that connor's been here you can't bet against them uh you always see him if you bet that the, the under on him it seems to be you lose because he always gets the over so uh, the way he's playing now, yeah, yeah no, it, it's certainly possible. Uh, he Right now, it, it, last night was a big game where he had five points. He had another one earlier in the season against Anaheim. But the other games, it just seems like every night he's getting two. It just, it's an automatic. It's at the beginning of the game, if you're the opposition, okay, we're going to have to score three tonight because Carter McDavid's getting two for sure. So the other team's now got to play the – to try and get three goals because they know that it's a given of what Connor's getting. So uh, it would be something special for him to do it uh, with the way the season started and the kind of pace he would have to put up. But to me, it's one of those ones where if he gets remotely close and there's eight to ten games left, he might put it into a different gear because even he would realize how special that would be, what kind of season that would be. So, yeah, I... I brought it up to Reed last night. I brought it up on a podcast after the game. I it, it is doable um, for only Connor McDavid. But yes, it is absolutely doable for Connor to do that. We wondered about that 60-goal plateau last year and how much of a driving influence that was for him to take that shot instead of passing the puck off, Rob. And then we see him with 64 goals. So don't tell him he can't do something. And then you start looking at the company that he has accomplished this in. In terms of the pace, 900 points in 602 games puts you in company with players that exclusively played either in the late 70s or early 80s, or I guess into the sort of late 80s there. Rob you know we're talking like 30 years ago so not only does McDavid have to be the generational talent but he's as you kind of hinted at before he's got to have guys like Hyman and Nugent Hopkins who are on the finishing end of some of these plays otherwise he's not racking up the totals that he is well you I mean Hyman and Nugent Hopkins certainly benefit playing with Connor McDavid Uh, 100% they will tell you that but Connor McDavid needs guys that can finish if he wants to win scoring titles, if he wants to win MVPs. If Connor continues to set the table for players and they can't finish, well, it does it does the Oilers no good and it doesn't certainly doesn't allow Connor to be as great as he is. So yes, Connor's playing with a couple of guys that have finished, a couple of guys that are as relentless on the puck as he is. Uh it, it's almost like 
there's one chocolate left and all three of them uh, we're getting that last chocolate and they will not let the opposition get that chocolate out of the uh, out of their hands they want it they, they just won't stop until they have a hold of it they are that tenacious in the offensive zone and they think the game like connor they read the plays i mean connor made the incredible behind the back pass yesterday but that doesn't work if hyman doesn't read that's where he should be going uh, I mean, there's two guys in the corner. Hyman could have stayed high in the slot, but he read what was about to happen, and he got to that spot. Uh, Nugent Hopkins on the two-on-one. Uh, you know, Carter Hart had a fantastic game, came flying across. So when he got the puck, he still had to make the perfect shot. So Connor's given Hyman and Nugent Hopkins the opportunities to put the puck in the net, but they're capitalizing. So right now they are the best line in the National Hockey League, and teams are struggling to find ways to slow them down. There's shifts where they don't come out of their own zone the entire shift. They're that good. So it is fun to watch. Reed Wilkins said it uh, probably about five, six games ago that Connor McDavid, as great as he is and as great as his first whatever, eight, nine seasons, whatever it is, 600 games have been, he might actually be playing his best hockey ever. And it'd be hard to question that the way we've seen him play as of late. Yeah, tough to disagree with that. Rob Brown on the line from the Oilers Radio Network for our friends at Montorio Homes, developing customized homes perfectly built to your lifestyle. Visit Montorio.ca. Not a lot of juggling with the lines, certainly not to that top one, but even as we've seen the last few games, no need to. You're winning right now, obviously. But Rob, I wonder if you could comment on the chemistry, and you hinted at it there with the top line. The chemistry, say, of the second line that we're seeing game in and game out, a better understanding for Warren Fogle, knowing where he needs to be when Leon's passing the puck out of the corner, that kind of thing. Are you seeing more and more of that? Well, 100% we are. Um, the Oilers, they have the best line in hockey, yet they're not going to go far in the playoffs if they don't have other lines that can contribute. And we saw the other night in Anaheim, the night that Fogel had. Uh, the Oilers, over the last number of years, they, they flip-flop their lines consistently. Uh, when you have the two best players, there's so many different options you can have. But sometimes it's hard to find chemistry for other players. Connor and Leon can flip-flop anywhere and they will have chemistry. No matter who you put with them, they will be able to make plays and continue to excel. But other players uh, moving up and playing with Connor and or Leon have to be able to read the plays. And the only way you can read what someone's going to do is if you play uh, an extended period of time to understand, okay, here's where he wants me. I With Derek Ryan or with Ryan McLeod or with some Hamlin, I would want to be there. But with Leon, I have to be here. And the more they've played together, the better they've looked. Uh, Leon uh, struggled a little bit. And when I say struggled, that was by his standards, not by NHL standards. And they needed to get him jump-started. They put a couple of fast, hungry players with him. It's not lost on McLeod and Fogel as to who they're playing with right now. Uh, nothing against anyone else on the team, but, I mean, there's a big drop-off from your second-line center, Leon Dreisettle, to whoever's the third-line center. So Fogel and and McLeod want to make the best of it, and they have. Their work ethic's been fantastic. They've found finish. Uh, they're getting the opportunities, and they're putting the puck in the net, and their confidence is growing. I think a great example was last game, Fogel. He comes off the ice on a one-on-two, and he dipsy-doodles the defenseman and goes between his legs and goes in on a partial breakaway. Those are plays that Fogel probably wouldn't have done if he was on the third line a month ago. 
but the confidence of those players have grown. So the Oilers right now have a, a, the best line in hockey, and they also have a very, very good second line, and that allows the coaching staff to put players lower in the lineup that may have been pictured in your top six, and it makes your bottom six a little bit stronger. There's been times for me it's hard to distinguish, not often, but times, certainly in the recent games, whether it's 37 or 97 that has the puck (laughs) based on the quality of play that's being made. And that is absolutely a credit to Warren Fogle. Now, i got to ask you this. uh, They've been playing without Dylan Holloway. Uh, My understanding is he might get some reps at centre down in Bakersfield and perhaps somewhere down the line this season he is an option at third-line centre. I'm not sure that's the move I would make right away in bringing him back up, but he is activated from long-term injured reserve as of this afternoon, Rob. He's going to go down on a rehab assignment. So for you, uh, how many games do you think is is maybe a ballpark figure for a Holloway uh, to get back up here? And then where do you plug him back into this Oilers? lineup well in all honesty i wouldn't set him down either i would have him jumping into the lineup. i i talked with stoff after the game last night i i don't watch the practices but stoff said he's been flying out there um so i would have probably just plugged him into the lineup to me at some point i would i mean he could bump up into the second line he, he's, he's got that much talent and that much speed and he plays with physicality uh if they want him as a, a centerman yeah, third line center and having Kane on one side and Yanmark on the other, all of a sudden you got a, a fairly fast, aggressive playing line. Uh, he will make the team better. And it, it's funny, sometimes you, you start thinking about the trade deadline players you need to pick up, depth players, how can you be better? But when you get a guy back from injury, it's like you just traded for someone. The Oilers have gone on this absolute tear as of late where they're, what is it, 15 and 3 or whatever it is in the last 18 games. And they're going to get better because Holloway is going to make them better. Sam Gagne, when he comes back, is going to make them a little bit better. So they just, they're going to be adding a couple players into their lineup uh, without having to give anything up. So uh, Holloway, I would imagine going down, it will be a short, very, very short stint just to get his reps going, just to take some face-offs, feel good about playing uh, the position, feel good about gain a little bit of confidence, but then I would have him back up quickly. The one thing he did not get when Jay Woodcroft was the coach was a lot of, he was a guy that if there was a mistake made at the end of the night for, for Dylan Holloway, I would imagine with a new coach and a new fresh set of eyes, Dylan Holloway is going to get a much longer look, and I think the coach is going to like what he sees. Last question here for Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network, and that is the sparse schedule again. It's going to pick up real heavy in the final couple months of the season with some back-to-backs there, but Rob, another three-day period where they're contending with keeping that engine revved up without any game action. This has to be difficult and and maybe a little bit uh, uh, tiresome for an Oilers team who has gone through this several times now in the past six weeks, let's say. Well, it's funny. After the game, Reed and I were talking on the radio, and I said, okay, I'll see you Thursday. He's like, uh, no, they don't play until Saturday. I was shocked. I I just expected every second day. Uh, it's tough for the players now. Uh, players like being in rhythm. They want, And when you're playing well, you don't want extra days off. But come February and especially March, the Oilers are going to have benefited 
from having this late January and late December. I think they will have a little extra energy, and they're going to need it. Their February and March schedule is hard. When you've had this many breaks, and the Oilers have had, I think they're going to have they're getting another long one here at the end of January. They'll have three almost week-long breaks in the first half of the season, which means they're going to be jam-packed the second half. So uh, the Oilers take advantage of the light schedule, take advantage of the uh, lesser no, I mean, they're going to be playing teams on the bottom half of the standings here in January. Start banking these points because come February and March, you're going to need the rest and the points that you're going to get here in the remainder of January. Rob, we'll let you enjoy a couple days away from the hot time tonight. Sounds good. Take care. All right. Rob Brown is our uh, inside the game analyst from the Oilers radio network who never really escapes the hockey rink. That's where he works. In his day job, of course. It is 621 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott guiding you home on the Wednesday edition of Oilers Now, where some guests do receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. Try a Wagyu steak today. And with close to 35 years in business, Brent Ridge Ford has a lot of long-term and loyal customers. If you currently own an F-150, you can currently, yeah, you can get up to, excuse me, a $16,000 discount off of a new F-150 this year. Might be time to upgrade. If you want to be treated fairly at every aspect of vehicle ownership and get award-winning service, call the friends that we have out at Brent Ridge Ford 780 780- 352-6048. Ask for Rich, Johnny, Uncle Milton, Sales, or Kevin, Margie, and Mike in service. And remember, not that you could ever forget that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Back in a moment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30 Chet. It's Brendan Escott here for Bob as he mixes and mingles with a New West travel group set to embark to Monday weekend. That will be an absolute blast. 780-496-0063. 
is the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you have always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street and 111th Avenue open Monday to Saturday. We do have a text I want to get to from Stu, I believe. Yeah, Stu says, uh, would you do a trade with Tampa uh, for a defenseman? Would you send Broberg? out and you know to, to that answer okay well I go and I take a peek at Tampa Bay's defensemen and think about what's reasonable here and I don't have cap friendly up in front of me but what I do see here is a six foot three 230 pound right shot defenseman in Eric Chernak who to me fits the exact type of mold that the Oilers would need in order for a real addition to a playoff bound team a Stanley Cup contending team he's hard to play against he's plus 55 over 330 career games and he's just 26 years old he's tough to play against but that doesn't mean that they're easy to come by nor easy to pry out of a situation and tampa last i looked is still in playoff contention in their own right so are they likely to part with such an asset probably not and the other thing is to me if you're including philip broberg in a deal that's a pretty big asset probably your prime asset asset at this point outside of a first round pick i'd like to add a little something else into whatever trade is going down so whether that's with arizona who have a few different assets that's kind of who edmonton's chasing in the playoff race right now though if they fall out of it there might be a couple of players available to grab there vamelka I don't think Lawson Krause would be available, but we'll call that another pipe dream over here. So just sticking with Stu's Tampa idea, uh, sure, I would look at a package there if Tampa would ever entertain it. I don't think that they would, but I'd be looking at a guy like Eric Chernak. And I think that Luke Glendening, a right shot centerman winning faceoffs at 57%, just about 58% this year, a career 56% man. That might help you out in the bottom six as well, and his veteran presence. So something I like to consider when I'm conjuring up my own uh, playful trade suggestions. That's a good enough text that we'll enter it in the text of the week draw, by the way. Winners receiving three months of washes at Bob's favorite car wash, Great White Car Wash. 10004 169th Street. We will announce the winner of that one each and every Friday. Send it off to Thomas Dias for a global news weather traffic update. Our NHL insider John Shannon coming up on the other side.